Hello, my name is Matthew Philbrick, host of The Real Game, a podcast by coaches for coaches. Welcome to this episode of The Real Game, a podcast by coaches for coaches. I'm your host, Matt Philbrick. Uh, Before I get started on this week's episode, I hope you had a chance to tune in last week and listen to my interview with Coach Pete Weary. That was actually a great episode. Number one, to connect with Pete because it's been a few years, but number two, just to hear his insight and the ministry that he's involved in with Nations of Coaches and also to discuss a little bit of March Madness that's actually going on right now. A couple of great games last night. Uh, If you missed them, you definitely need to go back and watch some highlights, but it looks like UConn and San Diego State advancing to the final game tomorrow night. That should be a great game, although UConn has been rolling over everybody, but hopefully San Diego State can keep it close and make it a good good watch. I am excited about today's episode. I know that in in the last few episodes, or in all the episodes, actually, this is episode 11. In the first 10 episodes, I know that I have referred to my uh, position here as the head basketball coach at Calvary Baptist School in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. And I have talked a little bit here and there about some of the guys that I've coached and some of the opportunities we've had to win a championship here and there. Today, I'm going to make this episode all about that. Uh, I want to discuss what it was like to win a championship. I want to I want to just tell that story a little bit from my perspective. And then I actually have five of my guys on here today that are, going to, that are going to be joining us in a few minutes. And they're going to be able to kind of share what it was like from their perspective and answer some questions that I have for them. I think it's going to be a great episode. I have been blessed and really have enjoyed working with these guys. I actually started coaching them in ninth when they were in ninth grade. Uh, I believe every single one of these guys were in ninth grade. And it's been awesome just to watch them develop. Now, the youngest guy that's here is, is Keith. I'll introduce him in a minute. He's a sophomore. The other four guys are seniors. Um, there's a few guys that couldn't be on with us today for other, other obligations. But to watch these guys develop from ninth grade through their senior year and just to see the progression of how they've improved, not only on the court, but to see how they have uh, developed and matured as young men and just the progress that they've made and and where they're going in their lives has been exciting. So I want to just I want to just give you a little bit of context here about what we're talking about. So three years ago. We had a great season. It, it wasn't like spectacular in terms of record or anything, but we played in our league tournament that year and ended up losing in the semifinal game by one point. And then uh, we ended up the next day winning that game and ended up third in the league that year. Fast forward to last year. Again, we had a pretty good season, but in terms of wins and losses, we were probably just over 500, but we knew, I knew the guys knew that we had something special happening. Um, We, lost to Valley Forge Christian School twice during the season. And they were both pretty good games. Uh, I felt like at least one of those games we should have won. But regardless, we we thought that there might be a possibility that we might face this team again in the tournament. So we kind of prepared for that. And sure enough, as as 
fate would have it, we ended up playing Valley Forge in the championship game. We won that game uh, to win our first championship in quite a few years here at Calvary. And I felt at that point super happy for these guys. Um, they worked hard. They they definitely earned it that game. And it was it was pretty neat at the end of the season to just look at these guys and add a couple coaches come up to me after the game and say, hey, we're really we're really glad you're you're graduating all these guys, you know, and I'm like, dude, I'm only graduating one senior. All these guys are coming back and I would just get a lot of like eye rolls and head shakes and, you know, so it was good. to It was good to know that all these guys are returning. Uh, we lost one senior last year and and. We were able to, you know, you, you don't you can't replace everybody, but we were able to compensate for him being gone and and fill his shoes. And so fast forward now to this year. OK, we're in the fall of 2022. We're getting ready for basketball season. And I, in my mind, am thinking, man, I got all these guys coming back. We're, we're going to be really good this year. We are going to be, we might not lose a game. Like I, I thought multiple times in the fall and throughout the summer as we're preparing for basketball, we might not lose a game this year. And life has a way sometimes of sneaking up on you and just slapping you upside the head and saying, you know what, <laughs> slow, slow your rule there, Matt, because I'm going to bring some things along that are really going to challenge you, that are going to challenge your team that are going to stretch you guys. And we're just going to see how good you guys really are. So November, I believe it was November. I get a call and, and was having a conversation with a friend of mine. And in that conversation, he goes, Hey, I'm sorry to hear about your big man, Britt. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he like, he's like, Oh, you didn't hear Britt broke his foot. And I'm like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me, man. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, he broke his foot. How bad is it? Well, it was like, six to eight weeks out rehab and all that stuff. And I, I won't go into all the details of that, but that obviously was a devastating loss to our team. I mean, he was, a, he was a league MVP the year before he was a huge, a huge contributor best by far the best big man in the league. And he's out the first almost half of the season. Okay. So we know we're going to get him back eventually. So we're just going to, we're going to play through this. We're going to, we're going to fill his spot with, you know, we got, we got some other guys that are good that are, are willing to step in there and, and fill in for him. It's just going to make our team better. That's what I kept trying to tell myself. It's just going to make our team better. So try to encourage the guys, you know, let's stick with this. You know, like the Sixers always say, trust the process. Uh, we're going to trust the process here. We're going to, we're going to just push forward. So we push forward to January. And uh, I hate alumni games. I know I've said that multiple times. I've said it on this podcast. I said, I've said it to the guys. I've said it at the award ceremony. I hate alumni games because these guys come in and they're like, you know, grown men. And they just always have something to prove. Like, hey, we're going up against high school guys. Let's, let's see what we can prove to these guys. As a side note, my team whooped the alumni guys this year. Um, so... All you alumni guys that came in with something to prove, there you go. But regardless, during the alumni game, my starting point guard goes down with a knee injury and what ultimately was an ACL tear. And again, just when you think uh, Britt was just coming back, he was just kind of getting up to speed, you know, starting to get in better shape. And all of a sudden, James goes down with this knee injury. And right away, I don't know what the guys were thinking necessarily. I didn't poll everybody to see what they were thinking, but I'm thinking, oh, my word, man. Like, as if losing Britt wasn't enough. Now now James is gone, 
And yeah, we've still got a lot of talent on this team, but it's not just, it's not just, oh, we have talent. Let's fill that spot with somebody else. It's, it's, you know, we got to rearrange everything. We have to rearrange our offense. We have to, we have to figure out who the point guard's going to be. We have to figure out what our, what we're going to do defensively. We have to move everything around. So we just kept with it. We lost some games we shouldn't have lost. And remember, we went to Quakertown Christian School. I don't know how long it's been since we've, I don't know that we've ever lost to Quakertown Christian School. And I, hopefully there's, maybe there is somebody from that area listening. And if so, that's okay. We, but we should never have lost that game. All right. And I see the guys here in front of me all shaking their heads like, we should never have lost that game. 100% agree. But I think, I, I think, that was a little bit of a turning point for us. Like dudes, we got to wake up. All right. We got to wake up. We got to start working harder. And I told the guys all year, this year is going to be tough because everybody's going to bring their a game against us. Everybody wants to beat the guys that won it last year. And we're just going to get everybody's best game. And we did, we got everybody's best game. And, you know, as the season progressed, we, we lost a few close games. We didn't get blown out at all. We lost, multiple close games. We won some close games. We split with some teams that we probably normally would have beat twice, but we get to the championship. Well, not to the championship. We get to the tournament. And I told the guys, listen, we really have to focus on defense. Like that's going to be our, that's going to be our focus is our defense. We're not going to go out there and score 80 points a game because we don't, you know, we just, we just don't have that kind of offense left in us. But I'm confident we can probably score in the 60s. So if we can score 60-plus points a game, play great defense, and hold the other teams to under 50, that's going to be good. You know, we're in good shape. So we played Salem Christian School the first game. I'm not sure what the exact score was, but I think we beat them by around 30. I want to say it was like 65-35. So we scored, you know, we scored in the 60s. Well, it might have been 70-something, I don't know. But we, we beat them by a lot. It was like 30-plus points. We play Upper Bucks Christian School um, that Friday night, and it was a good game. Like I, but I never felt I, I always felt like we were pretty much in control of that game. They made some runs here and there, and you know made it close a couple times. But I always felt like the guys were were pretty well in control. We won that game by ten. I think it was sixty nine fifty nine. So again, we scored sixty plus points, and we held them to under sixty. So we win the game. All right. So far, everything's going great. Now we have to play Westchester Christian School on Saturday. They're they're undefeated, not just in the league, but they're undefeated on the season. We had played them at their place earlier in the year, I think in January. And losing by eight makes it sound like it was close. We were down by like 23, 24 points at one point in time. So when I say we lost by eight, it makes it sound a lot better than it actually was. We did not play that game. We were missing one of our key players which is not an excuse, um, but it, it was definitely a factor. And so we're thinking, man, what are, you know, how are we going to stop these guys? They had the league, the league MVP on their team was averaging what, like 28 points a game. Another guy was his brother. That was a senior that was, it was a phenomenal player also averaging probably 22 points a game. I told the guys before the game, listen, we need to, we need to shut these guys down. Like we need to take Matt out of the game. And I didn't mean like take him out physically, we need to make him a non-factor in the game, all right? And we need to make other guys beat us. 
And we also need to play physical with them. Like they're not used to being pushed around and we need to play physical with them. We need to just play a more uh, up-tempo, physical, defensive-minded basketball game. And, you know, as a coach, you can say things. You can you can prepare your team. You can talk them up. You can give them the tools necessary for them to do it. But ultimately, it's those guys that have to go out on the court and do the job. And these guys rose to the occasion. That game was probably one of the most exciting games I've coached. Because the energy in the gym, number one, was phenomenal. There was probably like 600 people there, which is, if you've ever been in our gym before, maxing out our gym. There was people standing along the sidelines. Most of the, I would say, probably everybody except for our people, and maybe even some of our people, did not really expect us to win that game. Like, you could just see it as the game went on, and we just took a more firm control of that game. You could just kind of see the look on people's faces like, what is happening? Westchester is not supposed to lose this game. Yeah, here we were fighting through adversity, fighting through injuries and all this stuff. And here we are in the championship game and look at it's looking like we're going to win. And I'm freaking out on the sidelines like, you know, yelling and we're missing free throws and I'm yelling some more and trying to coach and trying to keep us in the game. The guys are playing hard at one point where like it's like two and a half minutes before the game ends. Uh, one of my guys is at the line shooting. I think he missed a free throw. I'm looking right at you. You know who you are. Um, Brock comes over to me at point guard, just puts his hand on my shoulder and goes, coach, don't worry. He goes, we got this. We're going to win this game. And uh, they did. The guys held on. We went on to win by a score of 61-53 was a final score. And uh, back-to-back champions. So I don't say any of that stuff to say, you know, I did a great thing. And our my team won back-to-back championships. It, it's really all about the guys. The guys did this. They accomplished something uh, extremely hard. And um, I, I just want to take the chance today to have them on the show, to talk to them about that a little bit. So I'm going to introduce them a little bit one by one and tell you just a little bit about them. So guys, if you want to just, Unmute yourself here for a second so you can uh, give a little feedback if you want. We'll start with Lorenz. Lorenz is a senior. I call him our defensive specialist. Um, He really rose up the last half of the year and played great defense for us. (laughs) You know, crazy. (laughs) There he is. Oh, there he is. Yes. What was it? The the one two one two punch. I shared a. I shared something with Brock. That's crazy. Yeah, so Lorenz is an extremely, extremely athletic kid and really was the backbone of our defense. Anytime we needed to make a stop or shut a, a certain guy down, you know, Lorenz was our guy. So, uh, Lorenz, we're going to circle back to you in a couple minutes, but welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Next is next up is Nate. Nate is also a senior. He was our, I would, I'll call him our sixth man, but we had a six man in the guard rotation. We had a six man in like the post forward rotation. So Nate was our six man in the guard rotation. He did start a few games here and there. We call him the sniper. Uh, Nate has a great outside shot. He can't, he would he would routinely come in off the bench and hit a couple threes for us. We had this one play that we call mustard, where we get an open three in the corner almost every time, and Nate was pretty regular at hitting that shot. So welcome to the show, Nate. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be on. All right, awesome. Next is Britt. Britt's another senior. He's our center. He's the kid that hurt his uh, 
hurt his foot, broke his foot early in the season and was out for a while. He's, he was our, our team MVP. Um, arguably or un, not arguably decisively, I guess is the word, the biggest big, big man on the court, uh, not just on our team, but in the league. Uh, welcome to the show, Britt. It's good to have you on here. Thanks for having me. Yep. Michael is our sixth, our sixth man in the post rotation. Uh, Michael started some games on and off. Michael is a post forward. It is just a pleasure to coach. Um, he's our, he's a, a left-handed kid. Um, that has some pretty sweet moves on the post and was good to come in the game and give us 10 or 12 points when we needed it and some key rebounds. Michael, it's good to have you on here. Thanks for having me. All right. And then the last one is the baby of the family, and that's Keith. Uh, Keith is in 10th grade. Um, he's our number two guard. He's, he's a great shooter. Keith actually had the game of his life, a championship game, and had 22 points in the first half and ended up with 29 points. We won't spend a lot of time, Keith, talking about the air ball there in the last quarter. Um, but anyways, welcome to the show, Keith. It's good to have you on here. Hey, it's uh, cool to be on. So I just want to kind of, I know I sent you guys some questions a little bit, just some things to think about, but I want to talk about the just the championship game and that whole run here and just to pick your brain a little bit and see what it was like from your perspective. So I'm going to start with um, Lorenz. So Lorenz, was there, was there ever a time during the season when you thought, I just don't think this is going to happen. Like, I don't think this team has it in, in us to win another championship. Not that feeling. No. Um, I definitely, there's always moments when you, you know, see parts in games, you're like, okay, if this continues, this is going to look bad, but I always yeah. felt like we can make it to the championship. It was sure. just always a matter of how we were going to do it. Because like you said, a bunch of stuff, we always had to adjust. Like we didn't know if we were going for offensive heavy or defensively heavy, or we want to go outside or big man. Like we didn't know how we were going to operate our, our defense for or, or our entire team for the longest. So it was just more figuring out this, the little parts of our team that I was like iffy about. And I feel like everybody was. So yeah, but getting to was, the championship. Yeah. It was different every game. Wasn't it? Like, I felt like every game was a battle. Like, what are we going to do this game to maximize our potential here and to make sure we get the most out of everybody and every game was challenging. So that's a great point. There were times when there were times when what we were doing wasn't working and we had to adjust. Sometimes that was after a game. Sometimes it was at halftime and you guys were always good at listening at halftime and making those adjustments and being better in the second half. Um, so that's a great, that's a great point. What about yeah. you, Britt? What did what did what did you feel throughout the season? Were there, were there times during the season when when maybe you thought or had doubts that this team had it in them? Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There was a point in the season like where I thought if we lost a couple more league games, there was a chance we didn't even make it to the tournament because we were playing like a harder team in the first round. Sure. But then towards the end of the year, like we kind of just started picking it up. I was like, yeah, I think we I think we still got it in us. So yeah, that's how that's what I'd say on that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think as especially after Quakertown, I felt like we kind of started rolling like a snowball downhill a little bit of picking up some momentum. So that yeah. was good. Definitely. Um, it's a good observation. Nate. So let me talk to you for just a second. You're, we're in the championship game or we're not even in the championship game yet. We're warming up for the championship and you go up for a layup, step on some 
kid's ankle and roll your ankle and you go down with an ankle injury and the game hasn't even started. So as a coach, so first of all, let me just tell you what I'm thinking as a coach. I'm thinking, yep, that just figures that goes, that goes along with everything we've experienced this year. Here we go again, you know, and it wasn't, uh, and I wasn't like blaming anybody. It was just, it was just another thing, but what was going through your mind besides pain? What was going through your mind at that point when you hurt your ankle right before maybe the biggest game of your life? I mean, I, yeah, it was just, it was a huge game. And obviously I wanted to be out on the course so bad. So as soon as I do that, I'm just like, Oh my, are you kidding me? Of course it's had to happen. So as soon as like I got all my stuff, like my foot wrapped up, I just wanted to go right back out and just watch the game and uh, cheer on the guys. So did you feel like when it first happened that you thought, man, I might be able to just push through the pain and play, or was there a point when you just stepped on it? You thought there's just, there's absolutely no way. Yeah, I felt I felt a lot of pain, and then I'm like, all right, let me just try to stand up for a second, and I just like instantly went right back down. I'm like, yeah, this is not happening. Yeah, yeah, I can remember you coming out. I remember obviously you were in with a trainer for a few minutes, mm-hmm. and I just remember you coming out. I saw that look on your face, and I thought, yeah, Nate's Nate's probably out for today. So yeah. it was unfortunate. I mean, it all worked out yeah. in the end. Um, other guys had to step up and fill that role. Um, honestly, with you out. I don't think we did much substituting that game. I mean, I think Michael went in a couple times. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Michael, you subbed into that game a couple times, and yeah, I think you might have been you might have been the only substitution I made throughout that game. What were you yeah. thinking? What were you thinking on the bench as you were waiting to go in, or just kind of waiting for your opportunity to come along? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I I just. I trust you because, like, of course, you know more about like the game situations and like strategy. So, like, I'm just kind of like I need to be ready for my team. So, like, I'll go in when you want me to. But of course, it was also like you know a close game, so it was hard to walk from the bench and then knowing you can't really do anything. So I was like, you know, excited to get in. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was fun just like cheering too. Yeah, it was a lot of excitement in the gym that night from the bench on back. I mean, our bench was pretty much part of our crowd that day. Cause everybody was so yeah. crowded in behind us. So, um, you know, I could tell you were, I could tell you were ready to go when you went in. It was like, uh, you know, we didn't give up any slag or anything. So, so that was great. Um, Keith, let me just come to you for just a second. Uh, obviously had a great game offensively. You scored 29 points. It was for, for a period of time there, it was like, uh, they would go down to score, We'd come down, Keith would hit a three. They'd come down, Dave would hit a three. We'd come back down, Keith would match with another three. So you had 29 points that game. I mean, was there anything different? Like, what was your mindset any different going into that game than any other game? Or were you just super focused or what? Well, like, okay, honestly, I don't know where it came from. But, like, at the same time, I was talking with my dad the night before. And he was saying it's, like, the last game of the season, probably one of the last chances we'll have at, like, a good championship win and to score back-to-back championships too is like a cool thing to experience. And then especially with being like kind of close with all the seniors and it was like the last year playing with them kind of just want to like play your hardest because probably won't be able to playing with them again. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's a great point. Um, you know, I think we talked about that in the locker room a little bit before the game, like let's make it happen for these seniors. And let's also not be disappointed with the effort we put out on the court. Let's not walk away from this game 
hanging our heads because we didn't play hard enough or we didn't try hard enough. And yeah, for uh, James too. Yeah. And every, I, I feel like that was pretty much every game, right? Let's go, let's play for James. And old James would be over there in the corner with his leg stretched out uh, and his brace on. It's like, if that's not motivation enough, um, then I can't help you guys. Right. So, all right. So let's ask some more, a couple more pointed questions, We're kind of running out of time, but we do have a few more minutes here. So I just want to ask each one of you, uh, obviously we're talking about basketball here. You've had other coaches besides me and different people that have been influential in your, in your life, whether it's a parent or a friend or whatever, but who are some of your biggest or, or one of your biggest role models in basketball or somebody who has influenced you the most and how has that helped you? And Lorenz, we'll come back to you. Um, honestly, the people that like motivate me the most is kind of my friends around me. Like I've like people that like, like friends, like also do like AAU and stuff like that. And like, I know personally, I'm not like going all the way for AAU and stuff like that, but I can see what they're doing and like seeing their dreams, like slowly become closer and closer, seeing them get their off their offers and like, you know, do right, two right. that you want, like stuff like that. And seeing that like really motivates me. I'm like, Hey, if I'm going to play this game, I'm going to play it to my hardest. I'm not going to slack off and like allow or allow myself to like let down the other my, my team stuff like that. So I'd yeah. say just like people my age that I know that are also doing the same stuff as me. So good. Good. Britt, what about you? Um, for me, I would say actually my grandfather, uh, he coached for like 50 years. So he kind of knows what he's talking about. And are we talking about always, the legend, the legend Dale Mo here? That's exactly what I'm talking yes. about. All right. But yeah, he would, he would always teach me just like little things that I could be doing and he'd work out with me in the summer. And like, he always just kind of like, like ever since I was in middle school, like he was telling me that I had like all this potential and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't always believe him, but yeah, it was, he was, he was always working with me and I feel like I learned a lot from him. So yeah, he was right though. Wasn't he? I, I uh, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> the ceiling's high for you, Britt. Nate, what about you? Um, I would probably say my dad, cause he first introduced me to the sport of basketball at like a young age. So started playing it and I really liked it. And I played uh, rec basketball a lot and then I started getting into school, but he would always just like whenever I just want to shoot around, he'd always go and shoot around with me. So he's a big help for that. Awesome. Awesome. Keith, man, moving on to you. What about you? Uh, I'm going to copy Nate's answer and say my dad. Cause uh, just like Nate said, uh, my dad like was always outside helping me with like shooting and rebounding for me. And actually like, in I think it was sixth grade I hated basketball it was like my least favorite sport I didn't want to play it and my dad ended up convincing me to play and just playing more and more I started to like it a lot more and started getting better at it and my dad's just been helping with that whole like journey well this might be a selfish comment but I'm glad your dad pushed you and I'm glad you're playing now so it's great to have you on the team uh, Michael what about you um I'd say kind of what uh brent said about like or i don't someone about my friends um a lot of my friend like people have been like these guys and like especially james because like um i'd be playing with him i'd be like hey like like tell me what what, you, what we want me to do like should i you know do something set a pick for you to you know go down low and like mm -hmm. post up like stuff like that where i would just ask them like in game situations um and also when i was littler uh probably like luke Fawcett. Um, like back in like seventh and eighth grade and stuff, he would like help me in, with my shot and like free throws and stuff um, with like form. But the, more the mentality was like more like, like James to like ask like for strategy. Good, good. So 
do any of you guys ever think that you might like to go on someday and become a coach? Like you guys have all, you've, you've played now, um, you know, through your high school years, Britt, you're probably going to go on and play in college. Um, you know, I don't know what, what the rest of you guys are planning, but Lorenz, we'll start with you. Has it ever crossed your mind that maybe you'd like to coach someday? Um, hasn't ever crossed my mind. Um, because like, even though like I've been doing it in high school, like I'm not really going on after this. So I feel like I want to leave that spot for people that are like, you know what I'm saying? Going even further than just high right. school in a sense. Right. So uh, yeah. it hasn't really crossed my mind to uh, me personally. Okay. And Britt, you're probably going to, you're probably going to play in college somewhere. Um, have you ever thought maybe after college you'd like to pursue coaching? Uh, yeah, definitely. I remember like thinking in like ninth grade, like this is something that I want to be around my whole life. Like, and I was nice. talking with my friends yesterday, like he was like, I would love to coach a team one day. And I was like, yeah, me too. I think it'd be really fun to be able to just like teach other kids and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember yeah, I when Britt was injured, when Britt was injured, he'd be walking around, like <laughs> acting like one of the coaches. I'm like, oh no, here goes Coach Britt. Oh, oh yeah. No. I love that. That was fun. I felt a little intimidated at times, actually thinking he might take over my position, but oh, yeah, I had my arms like, oh, crossed all the time. I'm like, Britt, oh, yeah. sit over here and do, do scorebook, man. Just be quiet. Okay. <laughs> No, yeah. that's great. That's a great answer though. Nate, what about you? Um, I would definitely say yes, but probably for baseball. Cause I feel like right. I definitely know a lot more about baseball and yeah, that'd definitely be something I would uh, want to do in the future. Awesome. Yeah, you are, you are, uh, you know, for everybody that's listening, Nate is our future baseball star. Um, you're going to LBC, correct? To play baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So Keith, um, what about you? I know you have still have a couple of years of high school left, but what do you, have you thought potentially that you might like to coach someday? I mean, honestly, just like for having a love of basketball, I just want to be around it like all the time. So like, I can definitely see myself like trying to do some kind of coaching in basketball in the years to come. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, has your dad ever coached or is he just basically just encouraged you in the process? Uh, I, don't believe my dad has ever coached, but uh, I mean, he has to actually talk to me about coaching, but since he's a wrestler, he said he wanted to try and like coach wrestling, but we might be, able to that, incorporate, might be able to incorporate some wrestling moves into our team next year. We might need that. Yeah. He'd definitely like, like, be there. You target somebody else. You'd be like, okay, Keith, go after him. Get him on the floor. <laughs> That's right. All right, Michael, you're the last one. I saw you shaking your head like a resounding no. When I, when I put this question out there, but what do you think? <laughs> Well, um, I would probably say with Nate, like, I wouldn't think for base or basketball, but I would probably do a soccer. Yeah. Um, like even being like a goalie coach or something like that, I would really enjoy that. Just to like, um, what I said to see to teach younger people, uh, just, and you know, just share what you what you know. Yeah, you're a phenomenal. You're a phenomenal goalie, and I can definitely see you pursuing that in the future and investing. And you're great with people too, so investing in other people's lives. So. Well, listen, I got to start wrapping it up, but I just want to make a couple comments. Um, I wish the whole team was on here, but I really, I love you guys. I, I, I count it a blessing to have been able to coach you guys um, throughout the time that you've been here at Calvary. And I feel um, a connection to every single one of you. Keith, I'm looking forward to the next couple of years with you. Um, I know people are thinking, oh, all these guys are graduating and what's going to happen to the team next year. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm going to pour myself into it just like I have every other year. We'll see what God does. 
But anyways, thanks for coming on the show, you guys, today. And I appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope you have a great afternoon. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Coach. Anytime. I'll do it again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Real Game. I want to leave you today with a quote by Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll is the steady head man at the helm of the steel curtain defenses in Pittsburgh. Chuck Knoll knew a thing or two about what it takes to win. In 22 years as the man in charge, Knoll led his team to four Super Bowl wins and never lost the big game. The quote is this, If you want to win, do the ordinary things better than anyone else does them day in and day out. So good luck, coaches, and coach on.